Hello, this is Tim Ashoff with Creek Carrier, and with me here today is Eric Cutter, president of Schaefer Trucking. Uh, thank you for joining uh, Facebook Live. This is, I think, our third time we've done this. Again, we appreciate all the questions that you have. Please submit a question that you have at any time. Uh, have uh, Jessica here that will be helping us out, uh, feeding us the questions as they come in. If we don't get your question answered uh, on air, so to speak, we'll work to answer those uh, via Facebook and other communication methods uh, later, uh, either this week or next week. So first off, um, you know, hearts go out to all of those who have been impacted by Harvey. Uh, I've been getting a lot of questions both about Harvey and now the upcoming Irma on what do we do as a company, how do we manage this? And I think, from, first, of all, first off, most of you as a driver will know, um, our, our team has done a great job advanced planning for both of these storms. Coming into Harvey, we were in communication with all of our drivers that were headed into that area with loads, all of our customers and receivers that are having loads coming in and out of that area and really staging things as best as we can to not get people stuck in the storm. We also worked with our drivers that live in that area to have them where they wanted to be and where they needed to be. And then certainly after the storm had hit, to work to get them home, help take care of their families, and help with any needs they have. Fortunately, um, we, we had most of our drivers in a good safe spot during Harvey. Uh, we have contacted, we had 19 drivers that uh, their uh, homes have been impacted uh, by the storm and we're working with them to help them meet their needs um, as they as they work to recover from Harvey. Now we have Her Irma coming right on the heels. Again, our operations team, both on Crete and Schaefer, are working hard to ensure we do the right thing, uh, work with you that if you have a load going into the area, to ensure um, that we get you in and out of there before the storm hits, and certainly then helping stage uh, where you need to be after the storm. You know, we've been working a lot with our customers um, and, uh, you know, taking direction where they've been receiving from FEMA on where we need to stage things. We have product that's being staged uh, in South Carolina, for example. We have generators going down to the Jacksonville area. We're working hard um, to ensure that we as a company and we as an industry um, can help those impacted by, by the storms and, and recover as quickly as possible. And certainly our thoughts and prayers go out to all those affected by Harvey and, and in advance to, uh, you know, thoughts and prayers that hopefully uh, Irma will head out more into the Atlantic and will have uh, the least amount of impact as possible. So uh, with that, I'm going to turn now to do a little bit more of our company update as we normally do. Just very briefly on the Crete side, uh, we had a great month in the month of August for Crete. It was our best uh, miles per day per driver month that we've had in over six months. So typically, again, school has started. Sometimes you get a little bit of a lull before we go into the, the heavy holiday season. We haven't seen that. Um, you know, there are some impacts and some pockets that happen that, that really right now may be more related to, to, uh, to Harvey and Irma on where freight needs to move, where freight needs to shift, where freight needs to, to hold up. And so we have some loads that get on hold or get adjusted. Again, our operations team is working as quickly as possible uh, to get replacement loads for those and to keep you moving. And in essentially all areas of the country uh, right now, we're seeing strong demand for, for freight and are, and are overbooked. Eric, do you want to take a couple minutes and talk about the success we've been having on the Schaefer yes, side? Yes, thank you. Uh, Schaefer drivers, we had an amazing August and, and a lot of quick uh, fun facts to share with our Schaefer fleet. We hauled over 10,000 loads in the month of August. That's the most loads we've hauled in the last uh, 12, 12 months. We serviced over 285 different customers in the month of August, which is also a record. We also had our highest production per day since June of 2014. Uh, we, uh, we also had our lowest number of layover percentage for any, uh, any August on record. Uh, Schaefer ran over 8.9 million loaded miles 
and that's our best month on record as well. And we also had our, our best uh, our best driver turnover month on record in August as well. And and very excited we grew 48 trucks for the month of August. And most importantly, safety wise, we're breaking records month in and month out. Our uh, our DOT preventable accident rate was a 0.14 per million miles. So we're putting safety first, and that's the most important thing we can do. So with the hurricanes, uh, once again, as Tim had mentioned, we make sure that our drivers are going to be safe and we're not putting them in harm's way. And we think about them every morning and look where every driver is to make sure that we can get them into or out of the areas that are affected so we can take care of the driving, our driving associates and their families. Talking about safety, you know, we did recently get our CSA scores as well for the month of August. Again, very good numbers. And again, thank you for that. As you all know, those CSA scores are a reflection of what you do each and every day from your roadside uh, inspections out there. You know, a couple late CSA scores where we have started to see a few more violations, which I think should be a real easy one uh, and one that's really controllable, is we have seen an increase in seatbelt violations. So please, when you're out there on the road, please do use your seatbelt. Uh, you know, the reason it scores such of a high number of points on CSA is, is that if you're ever in an accident, typically the only way a truck driver gets hurt is that they're not wearing your seatbelt. It's a simple thing. Please utilize it. It'll be good for your safety first and foremost, but also for your overall CSA score. Speaking of, of um, safety, one of the things that has come up lately, and uh, there's been a lot uh, of talk about it in our industry, but also as we look at what are any of causes of our accidents, there's really two things that, that can come to play, and, and both are controllable by you. And one of that is distracted driving, and the other one is pure just in inattentiveness. The majority of our accidents that we have today are very, very minor backing or truck stop related accidents that are typically preventable. So please take the time, be attentive as you're doing backing. If you can't see, if you have to blind back, get out, look. Uh, it only take you a few seconds, but it can save you a lot of time because you get into that minor accident and then you have to deal with what goes along with that. Distracted driving, as you all know, it's a huge problem. You see it out there as you're on the road uh, as far as what those in the four wheelers around you are doing. Um, we're, we're trying to help do what we can to prevent that. We partnered up with uh, the Nebraska State Patrol and are working with them on a trooper, the Troopers in a Truck program where they're actually riding with some of our drivers, uh, particularly along Interstate 80 and other major highways in Nebraska. And it's amazing what we're getting as results from that, where they are seeing what you're seeing out there on the road. And they do have other troopers stationed uh, along the pathways and are pulling over and citing uh, the four-wheelers for that inattentiveness. Uh, many other states are having these programs, other trucking companies and the American Trucking Association are partnering with them uh, to be uh, help prevent that. But certainly, you are the professional drivers out there. Let's take the lead and ensuring that uh, we are ensuring that we're not doing distracted driving. And that comes to a lot of things. You know, it's not only uh, texting on cell phones, but just remember um, when you're in the cab, when you're driving down the road, where your, where your attention needs to be. Uh, one of the other questions that we've had come in prior to this had to do with, with our pet policy. What is our pet policy and how do we uh, implement that? We do allow pets on the truck. Uh, we do have two parts of that pet policy uh, with respect to the driver and what's expected of them. First of all is we require a damage deposit when the pet goes on the truck. And then we do have a, a, a half a cent per mile charge, quarter of a cent per mile charge for teams for having the pet on the truck. I often get asked, well, why is that? And what we have seen, um, and it's held universally true across our fleet, is when we have a pet on the truck, it actually increases our costs related to that truck by more than that half a cent. 
the cost of, of fuel is generally higher because of uh, the idle time on the truck with the pet is, is generally more. And so the, and then the cost of maintenance and filters for those trucks are also higher. That half cent help, helps offset some of that um, cost, but we also think it's a fair trade-off uh, for you to be able to have that man's best friend or woman's best friend with you in the truck. Get some questions about what's the exact policy. We do allow up to two cats or two dogs uh, in the truck at a time. So appreciate the question. If you have any further questions on that uh, pet policy, feel free to contact your fleet manager. I have some more questions coming in. Eric, I'll maybe uh, um, take a look at this one and see if we can help it. Okay, well, this one I actually was probably more for yeah. me. If you want to volunteer for a Trooper in the Truck program, how do you do that? Uh, we have uh, two people here that are typically involved with that. If you're on um, uh, on the National Fleet or coming through Lincoln, you can talk with Derek Phillips. He's our Lincoln Fleet Manager. He's the person that will help provide drivers for that. And then the North Platte Fleet, the uh, dedicated fleet we have out there, um, you can talk with Randy or Russ there. Uh, they will take your names and make sure the next time that that phases through the state that we know you're willing to do that. And we do appreciate uh, our drivers' willingness to do that and, and help out the state troopers, you know. Um, we are a team out there for safety, us and the, and the enforcement agencies. Tim, should we talk about ELDs? ELDs, where we're at with ELDs. Sure. I know there. I know there was there was two bills in the House that were going against ELDs. I, I know the the first of those has already been declined. So so ELDs are still moving forward. So I think there's a a, a lot of communication out there about whether ELDs are going to go forward or not. And I know you were just in Dallas at the truck show, and we're, we're at some uh, some conferences that, that talked about the ELDs. That's right, and, and you know, we're at we're at crunch time uh, for those companies that don't have ELDs. For us, it's no impact. Uh, we've been on essentially ELDs for you know six, seven, eight years now. Uh, we've changed our operational structure, so you know that we're giving you the most productive loads that match up with your available hours of service. But for many other companies out there that don't have ELDs, for independent owner operators that don't have ELDs. Um, they're at that time where they have to figure out what they're going to do. And so at a couple panels and, and discussions I was at in the last couple of weeks, uh, we've had the, the FMCSA and, and the state enforcement agencies address these situations. And I think there is a lot of confusion out there. Um, the latest is, as Eric said, it is going to be effective December 18th. The question sometimes is, is how are they going to enforce it and is it going to be soft enforcement? Uh, there is a little bit of confusion on that because some, some word has come out. There is going to be an enforcement phase-in, but the phase-in is for the penalty only. It isn't going to be soft enforcement where they aren't enforcing the rule at all. They are actually going to start start enforcing the rule on December 18th, where if you are a driver or carrier that doesn't have an ELD, you will be cited for that. The question is then, what is the penalty? And the penalty of being placed out of service, they won't implement until April 14, 18th of, of next year. So a six-month delay on the out-of-service enforcement but you still can get cited, you still can get fined, you still have that on your CSA record and all the other things that go along with being cited for that violation. So uh, it, it's, it can be confusing. So if you have drivers out there talking about that, there's a little bit of knowledge for you. But I think just as importantly, as Eric said, we, we have grown, we wanna grow, we have a lot of freight options. And growth is good. It's good for the company, it's always good to be vibrant, but it's really good for you as well. And I know sometimes I get drivers say, well, why do I want more drivers working for Schaefer? Why do I want more drivers working for Crete? They just take my loads. Well, that's, that's not the case. Uh, we match, we have matched over the years for those of you who have known, have been here and know us. Uh, the amount of freight we have, that's how many fill trucks we want. We see freight increasing and we see it increasing for really the indefinite future right now. 
And so we need the fill trucks in order to give you more options. For example, you know, if we have um, you know, 60 trucks landing in Chicago and, and we can have 80 loads available for you, we have more options for you. If we have 100 loads landing in Chicago, we can then take, uh, have, or excuse me, 100 trucks landing in Chicago, we can have 120 loads available then. So that's a better option that might fit your exact need. You may need to get from Chicago to Atlanta to get home. You might have three hours left on your day and then only eight hours tomorrow because you're up against your 70. We have a load then that might match that three plus the eight because there's more options. The more drivers we have, the more loads we have out there, the better we can keep you all productive. So we do need your help in helping us grow. Um, one of the areas I do think we were going to see growth is from those companies that don't have ELDs. So if you have drivers that come talk to you about ELDs, hey, what is it like? What can I expect? Let them know what, we, what you've experienced here at Crete and Schaefer, that we keep you productive, that we can match up your hours of service you have available with productive loads, that we minimize um, downtime. We have more drop and hook loads on the temp side than I know in particular than any other refrigerated carrier. And on the dry side, we're amongst the top as well. So encourage those drivers, don't be afraid. Uh, ELDs can be useful to you, as you know. We can make you productive. And let them know if they come on board, we have training for them. Uh, we have onboarding training, obviously, for them. We have follow-up training for them if they need. But the biggest thing we've done is we've started a mentor program. And when a driver comes on board, if they've not had ELDs and they want further assistance, we're going to pair them up with another driver that has gone through the same experience and talk to them driver, driver to driver. What do you need to know about this? How do you need to plan your day? What impact does it make? Eric, you know, your thoughts on ELDs and what you've seen? Well, one of the things we've done for ELDs to help combat that is, is to try to lengthen our, our, uh, our length of haul. So that way, when you have to, you have to wait at a shipper to get loaded, that you've got try to get two full days to, to run in order to get to your next delivery, which then averages your, your loading time over two days instead of one. So we're currently a little bit over 800 miles, and we're expanding on that. Uh, and then we are all, always looking for more and more drop and hook opportunities. And then we measure our shippers and receivers by length of time it takes to get loaded or unloaded, and then slowly work with those customers and receivers to improve those opportunities for our driving associates. Uh, also, with, with Schaefer, we, we've got many shippers that are waiting for us to bring on more capacity and are, and are looking for more, uh, more driving associates and more capacity from Schaefer for us to deliver their freight. So plenty of opportunities for us to, uh, to add more business and to make more opportunities for us to get more miles and in, in, increase uh, load opportunities for our driving associates. And, you know, while, while it's a good thing and we have lowered our wait times at shippers and receivers, really since we started a big project in 2014 on really analyzing each specific uh, receiver in particular, but also our receivers, or our, excuse me, our shippers and have lowered that wait time, we also know that there are times when that happens. So we have gone to uh, now for over a year a guaranteed detention pay uh, out there as well. You know, a lot of companies that particularly those on the ELD, ELD, not on ELDs, don't have that. So that is another benefit we've done. And certainly uh, we, we don't want you to have to wait, but if you do wait, you deserve it to be paid. So we, we do do that guaranteed detention. We've had another uh, question come in um, regarding the safety out there. I, I know safety on the road is paramount beyond just the driving, but as far as your personal safety when you're at truck stops or otherwise, and you know, what is safe? You know, we as a company, don't allow firearms in the truck. Um, we, the studies will show that typically firearms can escalate a situation uh, in, the, in that. And I know that that sounds somewhat counterintuitive and, you're, and I understand I'm not the one out there in the truck stop 
you know, alone at night, but it, that is, a, you know, a serious situation and that can do that. And so what can you do? Certainly there's a lot of the personal safety factors that we do allow and certainly want you to be aware of. Pepper spray, um, loud devices that can also be carried in the truck that for emergency situations, we do encourage all of those. But no, we as a company do not allow firearms in the truck. Okay. We are, I think, getting in a few more questions here, so bear with me as we get those. Okay, good question here. Um, is Crete Force Dispatch? So let me talk about how we uh, dispatch our trucks. And it is a little bit different for our owner operators than for our company drivers. So for our company drivers, we have to utilize all of your hours as possible that we can. So we have a system where we uh, analyze uh, our, all of our drivers in an area, their available hours, their needs. Do they need to be going a certain direction in order to get home time? Do they need to be going a certain direction in order to get to the shop? Um, those types of things. And then we look at all available loads and what maximizes really the income producing miles for each of those drivers. And then we dispatch that load to that driver. We try to do it in, with pre-plans as much as we can so you can have you know, that load available to you, you know, immediately when you're unloaded and to utilize those hours. If that is a load that will not work uh, for the driver for a particular situation, excuse me, maybe it's something we're not able uh, aware of that doesn't come in through e-logs or otherwise, we have you work with your asset manager uh, on that load and say why it's not going to be available and then we'll give you that next best load for you. But we do give you that one load option that will maximize your hours, get you in the direction you need to be to set you up to get home uh, or do other, other things that you need. For owner-operators, because you're an owner-operator, um, you, you have that independent decision-making on loads, uh, we do give you a, a few options for loads. Typically, it's going to be an option of three. Um, sometimes we may have more than that. If there are three loads that don't work for you, um, your dispatcher will look at giving you what other options are in the area. Uh, unfortunately, sometimes if freight's not quite as strong, that may be two options, but we always look to get you uh, as many options as possible. Very good question. Eric, from the Schaefer side? Well, as, as far as force dispatch, I, I really, force dispatch is asking a driver to do something that they can't complete safely, yeah. and we're, we're not going to force a driver to do something that, that can't be done safely. Uh, and, and typically, time of the day, if you're, if you're empty earlier in the morning, you have a lot more options than if you're empty later in the afternoon, and then there's only a limited number of loads left that match that driver's hours of service for the day. So typically, we'll do the best we, we can as far as matching the hours of service with the load that's best available for that driving associate. Okay, next question that came in, is there a pay increase in the works? Uh, that's always kind of the, the million dollar question. And certainly, um, you know, our philosophy here at Crete and Schaefer has always been, hey, you as our drivers are our most valuable asset. Um, you know, when we look at our costs, uh, driver pay and benefits is our number one cost. You know, that's not the case at some companies. It may be equipment, maybe fuel, but you are most important to us. You are what drives us out there. So. We always look pay and take it very seriously. We are one of the top paying um, companies in the industry as independently verified. And so as you all know that worked for us, we did a pay increase in January of this year. Uh, how we view pay is we, we have to look at, at the market and what we can, or what we're able to do uh, with our customers. If we're able to get some rate increases, we share that with our drivers. We're going into the rate review season now with our customers. We'll see how that plays out. We're gonna fight hard for that. But the biggest thing I can say right now in, in 2017, you know, our drivers have really gotten two pay increases. In January, we gave a pay per mile increase, but our miles have improved significantly throughout this year. And to me, 
you know, that was a bigger pay increase actually than the cent per mile. You know, we've had Schaefer miles consistently be up six to seven percent over the same time period prior years. Crete miles have consistently been up three to four percent over the same period prior years. That's a bigger pay increase um, than a penny a mile. And so we want to make sure that we can continue getting you those productive miles. Uh, and that's the balance then that we have with the customers and that we, can, we have to be able to charge, you know, fair rates uh, for what we do out there. If we charge too much, we can't get enough freight, you don't get the miles. Uh, if we charge too little, you might get miles, but then we can't give you the pay rate. So we're balancing that right now as we go into bid season. And certainly as we get through that, there'll, you know, there'll be more to come. Your thoughts on that, Eric? I agree with you, Tim. I mean, we, we want to balance with what we charge our customers, what we pay our driving associates. We want to make sure that we're not rated too high in the marketplace where we price ourselves out of the market to where we have less of the of the most desirable freight. And we, we look every single day and every time we go to a customer, we ask, we ask for things that make that driving associate's job at the shipper and receiver easier and more productive and to, and to have less time uh, at shippers, receivers, or in between loads. So asking for more flexibility, which adds into driver pay. A couple of questions that came in. One of them goes along with pay is how do we pay miles? Um, we pay based upon practical route miles. So a lot of companies out there pay on short route miles. Um, and that's typically how we get paid by our customers is short route miles. But we do pay on practical miles. We were one of the first companies to, um, to do over the road work to pay uh, practical route miles. And we believe that's more fair to you. That's typically the route you are taking when you're gonna go pick up at a, at a customer and deliver to a receiver. Uh, you're not gonna be able to take that short route all the time. And sometimes that short route isn't the safest route. So the practical truck route uh, is what we route you on and is what we pay you on. And typically that's gonna be three to 4% more than short route miles. Another uh, question that came in along those lines is, do we provide direct TV in our trucks? Uh, we actually don't provide direct TV in our trucks. I, I think a couple of things is, you know, first of all, we want our drivers moving, not sitting and watching television. But I'll do, I also do know that you, know, you certainly have breaks and, and certainly have time, uh, downtime where you want to relax. It's hard for us to say that DirecTV is something that everybody, one of our drivers wants or is the best value or benefit for each of you. With technology now and it's changing so fast, um, you know, there's ways that, that people watch TV over Wi-Fi, uh, that they do other things for their personal entertainment, entertainment to stay connected to family. In fact. I have satellite TV at home, but uh, I, I find out watching myself, me watching more stuff over the internet than on that. So to determine what that value is and the cost of that, quite honestly, on a monthly basis multiplied across you know, 5,000 trucks, we feel we can give you better benefits uh, that every driver would enjoy versus those few that may, may like DirecTV. Uh, and certainly then there's other ways to get that same level of entertainment. Uh, your thoughts on that, Eric? I, I, I agree with you, Tim. I, I think it. I don't know that every single driver would want to have direct TV, and uh, and, and likewise at home, we, we wonder. I mean, with as much as we watch over the internet, uh, that why would you even have anything but just the internet to watch your TV? And it's a better value, obviously. Uh, and and we work more on focusing on how we get our drivers more miles mm -hmm. than anything else. Okay. Another question came in about uh, how we handle home time. And um, we have uh, actually uh, almost an infinite number of ways that we handle home yes. time, it seems. Uh, we, have, we really try to match uh, what your desired home time is with the fleet you're on, uh, with the number of days that you want to stay out uh, and then want to be back home. That can match with the fleet you're on, the pay rates you get, um, who, which fleet, who you work with as far as maybe your asset manager, what type of business you run. So we do have fleets anywhere from, you know, some 
so we have some local fleets in some area that can be home every night. Uh, we have some dedicated regional fleets that may have you home through the house uh, once, once a week, twice a week, but then home on the weekends. We have some two-week fleets that you're out for, uh, you know, basically a, a, um, a Monday through a following Friday and then home two days for the weekend, or at least one of those two days uh, home through the weekend where we try to do that at least 80% of the time to have you home on the weekend, but you certainly get home every 14 days, 12 to 14 days, 80% of the time, you know, have that be uh, on the weekend. Um, so a lot of that really just depends on where you live. And so I would encourage you that if you're interested uh, in Crete and Schaefer and home time is, is one of those questions, contact our recruiting department. They know where we can get you home and the frequency we can get you home and can tell you more details on that. And, you know, certainly that's been expanding a lot for Schaefer as well. So yes. Well, well we've, we've expanded the areas where, where we get people home more often. We've expanded more areas where we get people home 21 days or less. Um, and life happens. So if, if something happens in your life and you need to, an event occurs and you need to get home, then we work very hard, our operations group, on getting you home for that event and or working with your, your personal lives. So we've got a couple other questions here. One still related to home time, so we'll hit that. As, and what is our holiday home time policy? Well, first of all, every, we get everyone that wants to be home for Christmas home. We guarantee you home on Christmas if that's what you want to do. Uh, we do have a certain percentage of drivers that, that uh, do like to actually run and be out there on, on Christmas time and maybe get home for New Year's, so we work with them. The other holidays, um, it, it basically goes on whatever cycle you are with your home time. If you're on your cycle uh, to be home on the 4th of July, uh, we get you um, home on that regular home cycle. Often on some of those one-day holidays, we try to work you through the house with a load, uh, and because that works well for both of us, it gets you kind of paid as you're going home, gets you that one-day home there and gets you paid right out. So really it's, it's working with your driver manager, your asset manager uh, on where you're at in your home time cycle uh, and where the holiday falls and what, and what we do. But we do have to balance you know, our customer needs with, with uh, the amount of available trucks. So we do monitor that, but uh, we don't, we don't uh, keep drivers out intentionally on holidays that maybe in, for some other companies or years past, that might've been the case. Ours is we work with you on a kind of a case by case basis, what's your home time? The one guaranteed holiday that you are home if you want to is Christmas. The other question came up is where do we run and what freights, what, what are our freight lanes? Uh, Eric, why don't you take that for Schaefer first? Where do we run? We, we, we have major lanes that we, we typically run where we are very heavy um, in Chicago to the northeast and then to the southeast. And then, uh, and then we bounce from, uh, from the Midwest back to the West Coast. Uh, and try to create more and more lane density because as we create more and more lane density, we create more opportunities to uh, to provide for our driving associates and to service our customers better. So we, we don't we don't claim to service all 48 states. We try to create more and more density in in uh, in the major freight lanes. And on the dry side, you know, there isn't a state we don't touch. Uh, there are more dense lanes, as uh, Eric mentioned. The others. Uh, you know, our primary lanes are wherever the population is. We haul mostly food stuff and, and consumer packaged goods. So wherever there's heavy populations, that's where we have lanes. Uh, some of the other more remote areas, uh, we still do run business and we still do hire, hire drivers, you know. So, um, you, you know, from some of, you know, like Nebraska, for example, we have some populated areas and some not so populated areas, but we hire drivers from the entire state and do have business that does go throughout the entire state, maybe just not as frequent. Uh, we know, again, that kind of goes back to a little bit of the home time. Uh, if you live uh, in one of those areas that may be not as strong for us, we may not be able to get you home as often, but certainly uh, get you home on a normal, like over-the-road type cycle of every 21 days, every three weeks, where we have more density. As I mentioned before, we get you home uh, 
you know, every week or even uh, sometimes more frequently than that. Um, another question we had then following up on that, do, do Eric or I or any other executives ever do ride-alongs? Yes, we do. Um, I have used ride-alongs, not necessarily to call it as a ride-along, but it's a method of transportation. Uh, I've had to get from Lincoln to Wichita in the past. Uh, I just hop on a truck and go with the driver. I've been having some meetings down in, in Kentucky and needed to get up to Indiana. I just get in the truck and, and ride up with the driver. Uh, and, but we also do have a more formal, true, like what I call ride-along program, where any of our office associates here in, in Lincoln and other facilities go out and, and ride with the driver. We really would like our, our people to experience what it's like to be out there to be a driver, particularly our operations associates yes. that are working with you. And so we do have a ride-along program for, the, for them. Typically, we, we have a load that's coming through Lincoln um, that may be able to deliver within an hour or two away and then be able to come back. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to, to ask you uh, to take one of our office workers that would be out overnight. It's kind of one of our office workers where they're not used to that lifestyle and may have family commitments that can't do that. So overnight ride-alongs aren't as typical, but we certainly do uh, during the day uh, ride-alongs and really think that's been a benefit, for, particularly for our office staff. But also it's great for our drivers because they get the opportunity then uh, to interact with you and you get to hear what it's like on the inside as well. And I'll let you be on that. Driver sitting with dispatch. Yeah, I, I would have no problem with the driving associate sitting with dispatch to see how they plan their day and, and how it works out. Uh, be more than welcome to, to, to have you have anybody come in and sit in the operations group. And I think one of the things that uh, um, I think Eric and I would both say we're also, you know, we're open door for us as well. Uh, certainly uh, come, feel free to contact, contact us at any time. Good time to find us is if you're here in Lincoln, come down to the lunchroom. Uh, almost every day that we're here, we're down there eating yep. lunch, and it's a great opportunity to sit down, have lunch with us, talk about what's going on. We love that input. We love to hear what's what you're seeing out there. Uh, you provide us a lot of good, valuable input about us, uh, but also about our customers, about the receivers you have out there, about what you're hearing on the road. You typically find me in the cafeteria every morning between 6.30 and 7, mm -hmm. and I'd love to share a cup of coffee with you. We're we kind of hit our half hour here. Uh, just kind of want to wrap up by saying uh, thank you. Uh, you know, we hold driver appreciation uh, month the whole month of August. Uh, we think a week's not quite enough to recognize everything you do out there. But we know that uh, National Driver Appreciation Week is coming up uh, September 10th through the 16th. And to all drivers out there, not just our Crete, good Crete, Schaefer, and Hunt drivers, but to all drivers out there, we truly do appreciate what you do. Um, you know, I, I didn't grow up thinking, hey, I'm going to be in the trucking industry, but I'm so happy I am. I mean, it, it truly is filled with some of the best people out there. And I think, you know, what we've seen in the last couple of weeks with Harvey, with Irma coming, with all of the outreach that all of you had, all the drivers in the entire industry to say, what can we do to help? What we can we do to ensure there's a quick recovery? Just is really great evidence of the great people in our industry. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful for, for working at Creed Schaefer and for the group of driving associates that we have and for the great team of, of people we have here at Creed and Schaefer. And I'm just blessed that I, I work for a great company. And thank you for all being members of the Crete, Schaefer, and Hunt team. Please continue to send in any questions that you have. Uh, we will get answers again out there, as I mentioned, on Facebook or out through our uh, weekly uh, Qualcomm updates to you. Thank you, and have a safe rest of the day.